Hey guys, welcome back to the Picture of This Podcast. So today I am super excited because we are interviewing my best friend, Jessie Lux, who is also my makeup artist. And we're going to talk about all things hiring your first makeup to artist today. So if you are interested in hiring on, if you aren't sure what you need to look for though, this episode was created for you. Make sure that you are sharing it with your friends. Share this on your Instagram story and tag me. Let me know how much you guys loved it. And I will see you on the next episode of the Picture This Podcast. <laughs> All right. Hi, guys. Hold on, let me make sure we are live. We are. Okay. And the volume is up. Cool. So I'm going to go ahead and invite some of you in here. And then we. Hi, Catherine. We'll get started. So, Jess, I don't know if you. Ha are you on your phone? Yeah. Okay. So then I'm going to have to tell you the comments and everything, which is fine. I'm happy to do so. Oh, man. It's fine. No, it's going to do. Am I able to bring up my computer with it too? With like Zoom? Uh, if you go to the Facebook group, yeah, I don't see why not. Oh, yeah. That, duh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, hold on one second. I'm going to invite some of you in here. And then we will get started. Yay. Hi. Right. I'm, do you care if I go grab my computer real quick? No, it's fine. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> this is great. This is great. <laughs> All right. All right, guys, give us just a second. She's going to grab her laptop really fast. Okay. All right. <laughs> okay, so the professionalism. Yes, is it right here? <laughs> That's okay. This is the so <laughs> fine. So today, guys, we're really going to talk about what to do and how to know the things that you should look out for when hiring a makeup artist. So. Those of you who know me, know my work at all, know that Jess is my makeup artist, so that's who we're going to talk to today. I've been working with Jess for a little bit more than five years now, I think. I think we're going on... really long time. That's not a really long time. <laughs> so old. Oh my god. Anyways, um, so if you guys have any questions, you know my method write the word question and then write it directly after. I do have some questions here for her as well. Um, and yes, this recording will be placed in the group afterwards. So let's get started. Are you ready? Yeah. Okay. So question. I guess. <laughs> Listen, I need you to let me get through the questions. <laughs> okay. So question one is how long have you been doing this? Let's see. You know, people always ask me this question, and I always forget to add the years onto it. So, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what that Listen, let me just start off with saying this whole, this whole thing, I am sorry, guys. I, oh, my God. I, 
I don't know, I'm the most awkward person ever. So you just have to bear with me. I'm very sorry. Sorry. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. So How I've long been have you been doing this? <laughs> <laughs> I've been answering this question for a minute now. That's how long I've been doing it. So oh, I've been doing hair and makeup since like probably maybe like eighth grade just in general. But professionally, well, I graduated from cosmetology school in 2014. So I've been doing it for about six years. Yeah. And as a photo shoot oriented hair and makeup business, I've been doing it for about five years. Yeah. All right. How did you what? How'd you get started? How did you get did started, get started like working with photographers? So, <laughs> <laughs> listen, <laughs> I told you my brain was a little slow today, okay? Catching up, it's processing. Uh, um, so, I feel like, well, like, what do you mean, like, finishing wise? Shut up, Krista. <laughs> What do you mean, like finishing wise, or do you mean just hair makeup in general? I'm sorry. Oh, this is why I'm we sorry. don't have these meetings. Okay. And this is the, uh, I think, the number one reason why Krista hired me because she loves to laugh at me. Okay. She doesn't laugh at any of my jokes, but laughs just at my existence. Okay, all right. Oh, so, bitch, stop. I'm trying to be professional. <laughs> all right, so what I mean by how did you get into it is, like, how did you, did you just fall into doing shoots, or was it something that you kind of had the idea of doing, or what made you choose doing photo shoots over, like, a salon? Okay, first off, I see what you did with that question. You said fell into it? Fell. Fell. F-E-L-L. Fell. Like to fall. Oh my god. This is the worst slide I've ever done. I cannot believe this. Fell. Y'all know what I said. You know I said fell. F-E-L-L. Not fail. No, fell. As in I fell down the hill. Is no. that what you're, where you're going with this? No, it isn't. But That's okay. messed up. I see I what you did. It, I didn't. Those puns in there. No. Right. Anyways, anyway. answer the question. So, We're six minutes right. in and so, have one question answered. So I always dabbled in special effects and playing with makeup like my whole <laughs> life. Uh, I originally went to cosmetology school to actually do just hair stuff. So I wanted to be behind the chair as a hairstylist. I didn't even you know, really get into makeup until I was in cosmetology school. And that's where I met my amazing makeup teacher, Daryl. And he literally just like awakened me to this whole new world of hair and makeup in the high fashion and photo shoot industry. And it, it was a huge awakening for me because I originally went to cosmetology school just to do hair and just, like my first time doing a fashion show for Paul Mitchell, it it just totally like opened up something in me that, you know, knew that like, hey, you know, like I don't know how to describe it. So like 
as an artist, I'm, I'm sure a lot of you probably are familiar with, especially if you're a photographer, you, you have to find your, your core artist has to find a way to express itself. And for some people, it's, you know, being a photographer, a makeup artist, you know, a painter, you know, et cetera. And I felt like with hair, I could not, you know, properly express it, but with high fashion, photo shoot hair and makeup, that, that was it. That was the answer. It was my perfect way of expressing my artist. And that's kind of how I fell into that position. I just, I knew it. And then from there, I started, you know, doing like more high fashion looks and trying to do fashion shows and all that stuff. And then I met Krista. (laughs) Yeah. All right. So, so let us know a little bit about like how so are photographers usually approaching you or are you going out and finding photographers too so it's kind of a mixture of both i will say when i first started photographers came for me and that was i feel like that was more of a luck-based thing but also i was putting out material that attracted the photographers that I'm working with now. Mm-hmm. So example, you actually, mm-hmm. you found me because I did a fashion show or it was the raw artist show in Cincinnati. Don't do those and shows. Sorry. Do what? I had to add that in to anybody who is, because photographers get those all the time. Those messages to do those shows. Do not do those shows. I just want to, yeah, do not do those I just want to shove that out there as we're talking about it. Please, God, do not do one of those shows. Anyways, go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm extremely thankful for what that show did for me, but I definitely lost a ton of money doing it. Now, if you are a more established artist, you might be able to get away with it if you want to take a chance. But as a new artist, I do not recommend doing that unless you are absolutely sure you're willing to invest or sell the tickets. Mm-hmm. And I was neither. So <laughs> I got into a little bit of debt after that. Totally worth it. But uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I will say that for for me on my end, when I was looking for a makeup artist, because at the time, right before Jess, I had somebody else. But she didn't really take it super seriously. And I needed somebody who, one, could do my style because the style that we do is very, very different. It's like you got to be able to pull some crap out of your butt in order to actually pull off, <laughs> in order to pull off those types of makeup looks. Um, and then on the other end of that, it was also, you messed me up. Now my train of thought's jacked. Okay, so you've got to be able to work with someone who can pull off any look off the top of their head, which is difficult to do. And then for me, I also needed somebody that could do more than like boudoir work, which is, that's a lot to ask for, honestly, because when we first met, I, we were doing a cupcake shoot, like, and she put this cupcake on the top of this girl's head, but I didn't tell Jess what she was doing ahead of time. She just showed up and we were like, okay, so. uh." (laughs) We are the worst example. (laughs) Well, we are, but the thing is, is that I feel like that's what most new photographers and makeup artists do. I feel like they have some sort of idea, but there's not enough communication in there for them to be able to come together and figure out a good plan. 
And a good example of that is the person I worked with directly before you. You were my reshoot, remember? Yeah. Because I had yeah. just done a session and the makeup artist could not do what I wanted. So I had to literally reshoot this client and it was horrible. Right? So what are some tips? Actually, that's, that was one of my questions I was going to ask you and I kind of went on a rant there. But um, no, no, that's fine. what are some tips that you think would be good for new photographers and new makeup artists to kind of be able to figure out what it is that you're wanting to do before you know each other super well that you literally don't even have to really talk in order to do a session well. Like you and I now, we don't do mood boards. Yeah. We don't do anything. We kind of just no. show up the day of the shoot and we're like, cool, 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 cool. But we had to learn our, our styles and our personalities and the way things would work out. Whereas in the beginning, there were multiple times where we were like, okay, this just didn't work. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but from both of us, um, both of us. I so and this so this is after the point that the photographer has chosen a makeup artist or the makeup artist has chosen a photographer and they're to the point of understanding each other's styles. Well they don't right. yet. So it's that weird middle of where I mean, you've worked together maybe or twice. Okay. So they're at that point. Yeah. So what but, I would but, recommend for that is honestly communication. Communication is the key to everything. Making sure that, you know, you're staying in touch with each other before the shoot, mm -hmm. as in, you know, have the makeup artist, maybe makeup artist or photographer message each other and talk about, you know, their ideas and their expectations, mm -hmm. making sure to really like communicate those expectations for a photo shoot are super important. Mm -hmm. And for the makeup artist to you know, express those boundaries and limits they have to what they can do with their hair and makeup is very important too. Because, you know, if, you know, years ago, if you would have came to me and been like, well, I want you to put on this gigantic prosthetic and this and that. And, you know, if we don't communicate beforehand, mm -hmm. you know, what's going to happen is you're there with the client that day. And you're like, oh my gosh, I don't know what to do. I don't know how to put this on. You know, so if you're communicating those expectations, your limits, making sure that you know what each of you can do is super important. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And mood boards. Mood boards are always excellent, too. I still have um, just on Pinterest, I have mood boards set up to where like they have like a theme almost like I have like a red, like a red and gold makeup mood board little section and then I have like all the different like colors so I can you know pull something up quickly to show a client or the photographer what my ideas are so we can you know sit there and talk back and forth and figure out what we can do mm -hmm. and I really think like the biggest thing is communication because when there's no lack of communication it just gets in everybody in trouble yeah you gotta you gotta define those boundaries the limits and what you expect yeah Definitely. Absolutely. So what would you recommend for new photographers who are looking to bring in their first makeup artist? Are there certain things that they need to really look out for? Um, so for example, you have a consultation. You are the only makeup artist I've ever worked with that has a consultation. And <laughs> it is true that now granted, I haven't worked with another makeup artist in six years. So maybe that is a, yeah. something that's been added on. Um, but 
back when I started, you know, people showed up with their own kits and used their own makeup and were able to work on darker skin tones or people who didn't have perfect clear skin. So for people who maybe aren't thinking because they haven't hired on a makeup artist before, what are some things that you would recommend? Hey, write this down. Ask these questions. So... I totally wrote down all these answers. Cause this is my question right here. <laughs> the most important one are things to look out for. So now I will say my clients have said the same thing to me. They don't see a lot of hair and makeup artists with consultations. So I wouldn't necessarily flag that as one of the things to watch out for. Cause the artist could very well be doing it in person mm-hmm. or talking to the client separately, but I would maybe have a talk with your hair and makeup artist that you're looking at, you know, ask them if they do have a consultation, ask them what their, you know, their, their prep work is before a client. Um, I will say the number one thing to look out for is sanitation. (laughs) Don't even get me started about sanitation. So like, I, I know you asked, Hold on, I need to backtrack. So. <laughs> I got a lot to talk about with sanitation. That's fine. So, I've written down, so you talk about whatever you need. Yeah, so my thing with sanitation is you should absolutely be able to know the difference between sanitation and disinfection. Honestly, if you're, because I would interview a makeup artist before this, and I would do a trial run with a makeup artist before, you know, thinking of hiring them. Ask them what the difference between sanitation and disinfection is. Because sanitation is cleaning something. Mm-hmm. And disinfection technically is the same definition, but disinfection is killing bacteria. So you have to make sure that your artist is actually disinfecting their tools and their makeup before working on another client. Because if you do not lay out these things, these expectations, and know that your artist is properly sanitizing and disinfecting, that could wreck your business completely. Mm. That is lawsuit city. You don't want to go there. Mm. You don't. (laughs) Another thing I would look out for is if your artist has insurance. That's also super important because if the client comes back to you, you know, wants to sue artists because, you know, she's got some kind of crazy staff infection, which is completely possible to transmit from client to client, you are looking at a major lawsuit on your hands too. Mm. It's not just the makeup artist. Mm-hmm. You could also be in huge trouble. So you gotta make sure you are clearing the people that you're hiring on too, because that is your team, that is your brand, exactly. that can wreck your life. Exactly. So definitely watch out for how they sanitize, um, you know, I artists can grow over time, and I think it's important to invest into small businesses that are trying to grow and, you know, become something. So I understand, like, you know, skills aren't always the number one thing, but making sure that they know all their skin tones, how to do proper makeup on different skin tones, different, you know, face shapes, eye shapes. You know, knowing their different hair textures, that's super important because that can make or break your business too. 
you know, especially in the boudoir business, you know, if you can do makeup looks on white people, but you can't do it, you know, on someone that's black, that just, that's, that's just awful. That makes sure that can make or break your client. You know, that can really destroy your business if you do not know all the different types of skin tones and hair textures, and you don't know how to do a variety of makeup on a variety of people. Mm-hmm. That can truly destroy your business. It really can. So any, yeah. So the things you should look for, you know, in artists are going to project back onto you, you know, so what, you know, yep. you got to take care of your clients. That's first priority. So you got to make sure your makeup artist can take care of your clients. Absolutely. And, you know, yes. express, not express, but, you know, to wear your your brand. Yeah. Because our brands are connected. You are an independent yes. contractor, but when you come in under the Krista Dixon photography photo shoots, like that is still a reflection of me as the photographer. And if yes. I say that my brand is body positivity, I can work on everybody. I can do plus size models. I can do tiny models. I can do, you know, every skin tone, every race, every gender, whether you have a gender or you're not, whatever. I can do anything. Yeah. I have to be able to make sure that you have the ability to do that too. Yes. And that is the other thing I want to say is that's something that also grows over time, guys. There are, when we first started working together, I couldn't edit everybody's skin. It's something yeah. that over time you have to continue to work on, but it's always good to work on what you consider your brand and what you consider important factors and being able to work on every skin tone every type of person everything is very important for our brand specifically and hopefully for yours because i feel like it should be but and and you know if you don't know how to do those things then you need to learn them yeah especially before putting yourself out there because you cannot you know it just Mm -hmm. that can really make or break a client big time and we've we've had clients talk about that we have. to us mm-hmm. and it's just it's you know it can be it's truly heartbreaking to hear some of their stories because it really can make or break a client it can and that's not okay no it's not and a good way i do want to say for you guys to be able to do this like so let's say you are in a working relationship with a makeup artist like let's say it's a year and a half into just and i working together we know each other well we know our styles well you can still at that point, if you feel like, okay, I don't know how to do this thing incredibly well, do some trade work on it. There's nothing yeah. wrong. I want, I have to say it. There's nothing wrong with doing trade work. But when you choose to do trade work, make sure you're using the same people over and over and over again so that there's an understanding in the community that these are my promotional models and then this is what I get paid for. But there have been, Jess and I still do trade, very, very rarely. But if there's something new we're trying to excel at, we still will bring in a professional model who's on the same level as us, who can help us to learn what we're trying to learn. So I do want to point that out, that there's absolutely nothing wrong with bringing in a trade model if you need to, to learn how to work with certain skin types, to learn how to work with certain skin tones, to learn how to work with... Uh, hairstyles and all of that like bring someone in practice don't be embarrassed to say I'm not great at this because the point is is that you're trying to get better right yes and I mean no matter how talented and 
experience you are, you there is always more things you can learn. Absolutely. Always. Yes. I mean, I still, I mean, during this whole quarantine, I practice every single day because it is important to harness your skills and keep practicing. You can always improve. I don't care how great you are. You can always improve and learn something new. Absolutely. So you touched on it a tiny bit, but how do you feel about trial runs? I absolutely think you should do trial runs. Absolutely. I like, you know, I don't do trial runs separately outside of wedding makeup, which I don't do anymore. But for a hair between like a makeup artist and a photographer, when they're first working together, you absolutely should be doing a trial run. Mm-hmm. So. I mean, just what I would probably include in the trial run is maybe, you know, bring in, you could actually do trade to be an example and just make sure that, you know, the model is aware of, you know, what's happening. Don't be like, hey, we're just going to do a trade shoot and it's not a trial run. We're just going to have this makeup artist doing all kinds of stuff to you, especially if the makeup artist you see is not sanitary. I would definitely, you know, put those expectations out there to tell your model. Um. Yeah, I love. <laughs> I don't know where I was going with that for a second. <laughs> no, you're fine. I love that actually, and I will say one of the biggest regrets that I've had as far as like the makeup artist aspect of my business is that I brought in paying clients when I was trial running. That was a yeah. horrible idea. Yeah, a horrible yeah. idea. And the reason why is because I found out the hard way that she wasn't able to do what I wanted her to do and she was a very good makeup artist like she could do boudoir she could do weddings she could all do all of that but she didn't know how to do yeah. the high fashion and avant-garde style and that's okay yeah. but to bring in a high fashion client and say okay this is what we're doing and have that turn out horribly <laughs> yeah then that comes back on us as photographers and us having to say okay listen this didn't go well i need you to come back in are you okay with coming back in no, do you want a refund? Oh shit, my contract says yeah. this. And it's just like, it's unnecessary issues. Whereas you yeah. could bring in a trial model and even in the case that say the makeup artist isn't what you're looking for or you're not what the makeup artist is looking for because sometimes you're not what they're looking for either, then you yeah. can still give them images that just don't include makeup. You can you, yeah. you can figure it out so that it's still beneficial for them as well. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, during that trial run, I would specifically watch out for how that makeup artist preps and sanitizes and disinfects Mm -hmm. their station. Uh, If if anything, if you're not, if not looking at just the skill set of the artist, I'd make sure you're looking at sanitation and disinfection. That is so important. Um, You know, even I still do this with clients. Uh, you know, they'll ask me, you know, how do you sanitize and disinfect? Can you show me your workstation? Can you show me what you do when you clean your brushes? That would be the first thing I would have the makeup artist demonstrate or makeup artist or hairstylist demonstrate mm-hmm. is how do they set up their station? What are they using? How are they washing their brushes? And how are they communicating with the client? Mm-hmm. Like, what is the <laughs> to knowing what the client wants or the photographer? Sorry, y'all. Hold on one sec. Hush, hush, hush. 
Alayla interrupting. Wow, so rude. Doo doo. Also, I call Chris's dog doo doo, so yeah. Go. <laughs> Stank old dog. Stank old dog. <laughs> Delilah. Someone just got to my house and rang the doorbell. I don't know why people here. You weren't invited. <laughs> you weren't invited to this meeting. Um, anyways, okay, so. <laughs> um, I want to bring you back to sanitation then really quick. So what are some key parts of sanitation? Because I think for me, now that I've known you long enough to be able to kind of pinpoint certain times where I'm like, er, Delilah. Yeah. Stop it. What about... People who bring and use their own makeup, is that something you feel is weird? Or if people use, um, like, I guess my, I guess I want you to tell them, like, some things that they could look for. Because we say sanitation, but, you know, they might not know what to look for themselves. Yeah. Whereas now, from knowing you, I know having disposable tools for your mascara ones. Like, I never would have thought, okay, see if they have disposable mascara wands see if yeah. they have disposable things to do lipstick so that they're not consistently putting it back in and out of the lipstick bottle because you can't sanitize that are they giving back eyelashes or are they taking <laughs> back eyelashes like these are things that i yeah. never would have thought of that's the worst one i think <laughs> giving back your eyelashes and we get that oh, a lot where people are like yeah yeah yeah, so, so red flags. Yes. Basically, you're asking for photographers to look out for yes. when reviewing a makeup artist. Okay, yeah. so let's see. where the, There is such a list. Um, making sure that they have the proper sanitation elements, as in do they have, you know, stainless steel, you know, palette or spatula. I should have brought that out to show you what that looks like actually i didn't even think about that but i i can drop a picture in the comments and stuff too okay so making sure they have hand sanitizer making sure they have disposable wands as in mascara wands they have disposable sponges if they are using a one of those blending sponges and they're just re-sanitizing it over and or disinfecting and sanitizing it over and over that's you know you don't you don't do that if you see them using a sponge over and over as if they were using a brush. No, that's a big no-no. Um, so actually, I use those like little sponge wedges. So if you see that, the disposable wedges, disposable, you know, cotton pads are fine. Paper towels. Um, so you technically with, oh, I mean, lip wands are kind of like, you know, so-and-so because you actually can, you know, disinfect the makeup brush before you know using any kind of cream based you know products mm -hmm. so making sure they're scooping out cream products with a uh, stainless steel spatula I would definitely watch out for that mm -hmm. if you see them double double dipping that's a big old red flag right there mm -hmm. do not <laughs> <laughs> um another thing is probably you know seeing what alcohol content they have with their isopropyl, their iso alcohol. I'm not even gonna say the whole thing. Seventy <laughs> percent, not ninety percent. 
Okay. 90% it evaporates evaporates too quickly and doesn't actually sanitize the makeup palette. So making sure that they're spraying down their palettes after they're with the client. Great. Um, I've, I've got a list. I well, like I mean, I if you're... also list those things later too. Yeah. If you're done with it, I'm sure that they would love a list. This was one of the ones people were asking me um, about a lot. So any yeah. extra stuff you want to place? No arguments. Yeah. Okay. It was, I, it's a big old list. That... No reusing eyelashes. Gosh. Okay. <laughs> Why? So I really only have one more question for you. Um, follow up, guys. If you are still watching this and you have a question, reminder, write the word question in front of it and then leave it after. But I think th these were all the questions that they had asked me. So let me ask the last one. What would you consider a good relationship with a photographer and a makeup artist like so i guess i'm trying to think of a good way to ask this because that sounds weird but like yeah. a lot of the time what i'll notice is that people or photographers will want only their own ideas and their own concepts or makeup artists won't want to do what they're being hired to do i've, I've noticed a lot of that oh, um oh yeah so what would you consider a good way to create and develop this sort of relationship where everybody feels like they've benefited at the end of the day? Yeah. So it that it can be kind of tricky because technically hair and makeup artists that you hire are actually independent contractors. So I think that's where a lot of people get kind of like, eh, well, I want this, but I want this. So at the end of the day... <laughs> It's not about what the photographer wants or the hair and makeup artist wants. It's about what your client wants. So being a professional and definitely, you know, expressing your limits and your boundaries and your expectations and, you know, taking on that professional position of recommendations is important. But you have, at the end of the day, it's about what the client wants. And I think that's where, you know, Hair and, or hair and makeup artists and photographers have to bridge that gap. Yeah. Um, the, yeah, it's just, yeah. I feel like the biggest thing is really just communication, you know, expressing, you know, your boundaries and your expectations mm -hmm. as a photographer. And the same thing with me, because, you know, if you feel like I've not bringing in my, you know, a game, you've got to communicate that you have to be like, Hey, this is, you know, what I'm expecting. This is, you know, what I want. And the same thing with makeup artists. Mm -hmm. Communication is truly the key to everything in these kind of businesses where you you have a team of people. Mm -hmm. The um, only other thing that I would add is, and it, it came from what you said, when Jess and I are in a session and we have polar opposite ideas, which happens on occasion, I'll say my idea, she'll say her idea, and then the client will kind of pick which one they want. And it kind of yeah. becomes this fun little game because she'll look at me and be like, ha! Or I'll look at her and be like, ha! <laughs> yes. <laughs> and it just... And I feel like... Yeah. And it can be fun. Like, it doesn't have to be whenever you have you butt heads a little, it doesn't have to be this yeah. big end-all, be-all thing. Like, you can just be like, ha! <laughs> and, that's, and that's normal. You know, it's yeah. normal to butt heads sometimes, but making sure, you know, it's not about, you know, what your feelings are or your photographer's feelings are. It's about the client. 
and we have to bring that professionalism ah. and step up yeah. and be silly. You know, I feel like one of the number one reasons that people come back to me and Krista is because we're goofy, we're fun, we have positive, fun attitudes mm. during our shoot. And I feel like it goes beyond, you know, sanitation and professionalism and, you know, the product. It's an experience. Yeah. And, that, and that's another thing in itself is to look out for when hiring a makeup artist is what is their attitude? Mm -hmm. Like what, how, how do they treat your clients? How do they treat you? Mm -hmm. Like, how are they communicating? Do they act professional? Now I will tell you, (laughs) (laughs) my professionalism just goes right out the window. It's always my baseline, but you know, making sure you give that client an experience and not just a product that, you know, that, that goes above and beyond. And that is one of the main things he taught me in school is you can be a horrible <laughs> skill wise, not sanitation wise, skill wise, a horrible makeup artist or hairstylist. But if you are selling the product, if you are selling yourself in that experience, we'll keep coming back to you for the rest of your life. My God, is that because that's what it's all about. And that's true about photography, too. And I've told people this all the time. Where people will say, I'm better than her. Why does she make more money than me? Because she sells an experience and you don't. Yes. <laughs> I, I That's why. There are so many yes. makeup artists that are yeah. probably far more amazing than I am. Mm. By eons. But the reason why I stay booked is because I love my clients. They are, they're not it's just different. clients. They're my friends and my loved ones because it's more than just technique. Yeah, it is experience. Absolutely. And that is so important. And that's another, you know, thing that's going to reflect on you is how, how do they treat you and your clients? Mm-hmm. That experience. That experience, girl. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, do you have any final questions for me or for Jess? Any last questions? Um, also, Jess, yeah. do you have any final things you want to say? So I probably forgot just about everything that, you know, I, I actually had wrote down answers for all of this but i pretty much just ignored all my papers and started <laughs> rambling as per usual uh there was one of the things i actually was going to brush up on is you know when looking for an artist is punctuality oh my that's a big one it is i have seen it where um makeup artists don't show up to sessions completely yeah i see you shaking your head over making sure your artist shows up early punctuality making sure they show up on time because that will piss off not only your client but it's gonna piss off you when they don't show up now i will say mistakes happen and i have done it myself but as long as you're at least showing up on time damn it don't just not show up and not communicate that (laughs) <laughs> There's been times, oh my gosh. Uh, I, oh, like I've heard some stories. <laughs> uh, you know, just making sure that you show up early, that you show up presentable. That's a big thing too. I know a lot of people will argue on this one because I know that, you know, we work our asses off and sometimes, you know, we don't look the greatest. But I feel like for a hair and makeup artist, you need to look like a hair and makeup artist, even if it's just little stuff. <laughs> just making sure that you're clean and presentable. 
that's going to change an experience. Yeah, it just looks like a mom. For your client. Because honestly, if someone was coming at me with no makeup on, their hair looking crazy, and be like, hey, I'm your hair and makeup artist today. I know you've never met me before. But I'll be like, ah, I don't know. <laughs> I've changed my mind. <laughs> I would be kind of scared. Like, you, you just have to work so much more to impress me, I feel like, when you present yourself that way. You, I used like, to be on the other end of that where I thought, like, you don't, why are you doing that? But now, you, yeah, I agree 100% with you. You do. Yeah, like, you know, I know everybody doesn't agree with that one. That one's more of, like, an opinion-based thing coming from me, but I... It I makes sense, though, when you think about it from the client perspective. It does. Because if you came up at me and you were... If, like, if our roles were reversed and I was the makeup artist at our shoots and someone came up to me with their hair slicked back, no makeup on, wearing a onesie, and they were like, all right, let's go. I'd be like, I swear to God, if you touch me, I'll kill you. <laughs> I know, that would, that would be pretty nerve-wracking because it feels like... Yeah. You know, at, you know, it's like, it's kind of like a conflicting view on that one because, yeah. you know, I think there's a lot of stylists out there that, you know, they work their asses off and, you know, obviously you're not going to be perfect every day, but, mm -hmm. you know, to come in somewhat presentable, that I think that's super important. Especially with you new know. clients. If you've worked with someone, like, for example, Casey uh, has been commenting. Yeah. If you work, like the first time I work with someone, I try to look a little bit more presentable. But once you know me, you know yeah. I like you if I wear totally. my because that's about right, right. as low jam as I get is my one. Because first impressions can be everything. They really you know, Especially with a new client. Yeah. You know, and that it speaks volumes about your brand, too. Like, I'm also representing, like, a comfortable, safe haven. But at the same time, you know, I want to represent that, you know, we're professional, mm -hmm. you know, and clean cut and ready to go. Absolutely. I feel like it's such an important thing. I and, you know, hair and makeup artists specifically, you know, walking around, you know, looking your best, you are a walking advertisement. Yeah. That is, you know, honestly, that's, you know, you could be at the store and you could have met me and been like, oh my gosh, look at your crazy hair and makeup. You know, I want you to work for me. Like, heck, that's just, you know. Yeah. All right, man. Well, thank you so much for coming in and talking to us. Um, guys, if you have any questions, Jess is in the group. Uh, so I'm sure she can come in and answer your questions for you. Uh, and I'll talk to you guys later. <laughs> yeah, bye. Bye. Thanks for having me.